Welcome to our podcast, This Life, The Chronicles of Autism Mums. I'm Alison Saraf, and I'm joined each week by amazing women who happen to have children on the spectrum. We talk about navigating the ups and downs of parenting kids with autism and how that affected us and our lives as women, professionals and mothers. Strap in, grab some tissues, sometimes you'll cry from empathy and others from laughter. Join us on our journey of this life. Everyone and welcome to the new season of This Life podcast. I'm your host, Alison Sarah, and today I'm joined by the lovely Susanna and Huma. Welcome back from the break, ladies. Hi, Alison. We Hi, missed Alison. you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We missed you all. Yeah, it was it was a long break. It yeah. was a very long yeah. break, which is exactly yeah. what we're going to be talking about today. So you look well rested. Are you well rested? Oh. So now that we've been back for about, I would say a month, I would say I am, but if you ask me this question, as soon as I got here, I would say, no, I came here to have a vacation from my vacation. (laughs) Vacation from my vacation. Yes. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about a break from the norm, and is it a friend or is it a foe? So I think that most families... When we talk about breaks from school, routine, work, um, and long ones at that, then most families without autistic kids potentially think this is the time to relax, sleep in, be together, enjoy time together, do family things. And um, I I also think that there's a lot of families out there that that the whole thought of um, a break from school and routine it's quite exhausting for the parents because you, you get the kids full time then, right? You don't take that break every day. You are their everything. You're, you know, feeding time, you're entertainment, you're all of those things. Um, but for parents with kids um, who have autism, how, how do we, you know, it's different for them um, in a lot of ways, in good ways and also um, in negative ways as well because... I think sometimes there's a lot of pressure on parents, but also a lot of um, a lot of change for certain children um, with autism is difficult and challenging. So therefore, it makes a quite a challenging situation for the family as a whole. Um, so it can be a more stressful time than usual. So how does that affect? How did it affect you guys and your your break this time? How you know how? What was your initial anticipation of this break that we've just been on? Did you look forward to it and think, wow, this is going to be amazing? Or was it a mix? Or did you anticipate different things this this, um, this break to last? All right, how did you feel? Um, I guess um, everyone looks forward to the break. I mean, everyone wants to de-stress me, my kids. Um... I look forward to it because I, um, you know, you forget that you're carrying the stress of always worrying, um, is he okay, is he going to have a good day at school, is the school going to call me, is he going to do his work, which, you know, is the challenge because of concentrate, lack of concentration, so, you know, all those things, so, you know, you carry that stress throughout the year, and when there's a break, it's, it's sort of a relief, it, even though it's a temporary break, you're like, okay, you know, I can breathe for a few days. Um, even though it means that, you know, 
the child is at home and um, then you have to um, even though even before the break starts they're like oh uh, just just let us be during this break don't don't make any plans don't take us anywhere don't put us in any camps uh, but then then I hear things oh um, I'm bored I didn't achieve anything in my life what am I doing in my life it's wrong <laughs> what is it? What is, what is what is going to happen to my creativity? I'm a loser. I'm like, oh my God. I, you know, the, the break, you give them a break. You don't give them a break. So it's like... Uh, so how long does that break last? How long does that kind of period of you feeling relaxed because you've taken a weight off because you're not stressing about school every day and they're relaxed because they're not having to go to bed so early yeah. and you're leaving them to their own devices. So how long does that last before this kind of boredness kicks in and yeah. you need to, boredness, boredom kicks in yeah. and you need to change things up? I think a week. Yeah, I think a week. I think <laughs> that's quite a... And after that, it's just like that's the a constant... a very generous timeline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's 24 hours. <laughs> couple of days cast. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just, the constant pressure so and then you're feeling guilty oh my god I'm not doing enough as a mother and then you arrange something for them they're like why are you doing this to yeah. us yeah. I'm like so it's damn if you do it do it so in terms of you know how your break looks Susanna um, so with your child if you are um, organizing something so say for example you give that kind of I don't know, three or four days of just relaxed time and then, you know, you know it's time for him to kind of get into the groove of um, a break and maybe engage in doing some activities or going to visit family or whatever. What are the steps that you take based on, I don't know, going back to last year or the year before that? What what have you kind of learned about him and what do you take from... the, the feedback that you give yourself from previous uh, previous breaks right. that kind of helps you to anticipate and plan for yeah. uh, a more positivity like the yeah. next time you take a break. So I think our situation mm. as expats mm. is very unique mm. compared to Agreed. everyone yeah. else. Because usually if you're living in your home country mm. and you have a holiday, unless you're traveling elsewhere, which might not be happening every single break you have from school or whatever, uh, you are probably just kind of chilling at home. You already have your community and whatever activities you have with the people that are in your community. Yeah. Friends, school friends, family, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different for us because we do have short breaks and we have longer breaks. Right. And we sometimes... And up staying here in, you know, in Doha, and other times we end up traveling, and then that depends on how long do you travel, do you travel the entire break or just a part of it. Mm -hmm. So it's just a... It's a lot of change, isn't it? Yeah, and it's kind of different than everybody else's situation. My my friends and I always talk about this, because it's kind of annoying, because when you do have a longer break, you kind of feel like you miss your family and you want to go visit. Mm -hmm. But then you don't feel like you get to experience traveling other places yeah. because you just have that guilt right. of wanting to spend more time with family, having spend time with your child, etc. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I've always had mixed feelings about um, breaks because I always felt like if I just don't do anything with him, then it's screens. And then if I do things, I'm kind of like having to navigate, it's kind of like extra stressful for me because 
I'm in a new environment with new people that don't know me or him mm -hmm. that have to get to know the both of us. Mm -hmm. And then he's not as easygoing with all types of activities. Yes. Right. So I, I think years ago I did try to do like the camp crowds and that type of thing. I think he was too young at the time. Yeah. Um, and when he was much younger, like I would spend my time doing going to therapy as well. That was part of like the activities yeah. that we did yeah. until we stopped doing that. Yeah. But like last break, um, I actually had a couple of teachers set up for him because there's a couple of topics at school that he kind of was, I don't want to say struggling with, but just had a little bit of extra difficulty. And I, and I noticed the behavioral difference with him when I don't continue doing some type of work. Yes. I don't always do this. Mm -hmm. There are times where I'm not up to... Depends on the length of the break. Probably. You know, so I had, before even going on my break, I kind of like had done my research, mm -hmm. found teachers' contacts, set things up mm -hmm. in motion before even getting there, mm -hmm. where because they were still in school, mm -hmm. we only had the weekends. I literally, we got there on a Saturday. Sunday was the teacher's day off, and he started lessons the next day, and he was... Oh, like I was the evil mom, you know, because he's finally on his holiday. Yeah, it's his break. He wants to chill. I sort of little bit feel bad for doing it, and I know to others I might come across <laughs> as maybe a pain in the whatever. However, uh, I just feel like it's just something that's gonna take a tiny amount of his time. That's just gonna help him down the line. Mm -hmm. So honestly, if it's a long break, I might do something like this. If it's a shorter break, mm -hmm. I might not really care. Mm -hmm. Because I, I over the last couple of years I'm also valuing that we're we have like this culture of always being in a state of doing and a lot of people like attach their value to like what they're producing, what they're doing, mm -hmm. what they're getting done with their kids, whatever. And I, I notice more often that we also need that time to rest and to be to be in a state of just being. That's really interesting, actually. And I think that there are so many parents out there with um, you know with any family and any children that it's always a catch up game and keeping up, keeping up with what other people are doing, and it's almost like we try to busy our kids because we feel that we should, not because necessarily we identify exactly, it. not because we identified that mm. there is a need to, to do that. Yeah. Mm. So tell us more about that. I'm really interested to know more about how how you got to a point where you know you became kind of um, aware of that and the decision that you made. Um, Honest, you mean like with just balance? Yeah, the, the balance and, and, and recognizing that you don't need to be busy for busy stay. Yeah, I think that is more about like my journey with my own self mm -hmm. more than like things related to my child. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's because I think depending on my situation, I was either busy doing things all the time or maybe not, but busy thinking about things that I should be doing. Right. And that was equally as stressful. Heavy. Burn out because you never feel like you can never feel like you are accomplishing mm -hmm. things or you always feel like uh, you're just not doing what you're supposed to or you should be further along in life right. or whatsoever. And, and also with <clears throat> with our kids as well, identifying areas 
that they might need more support or development. It's always, it's always on your mind. So it's always, I need to do this, I need to do this, they should be doing this, they should be doing, and then you balance all of the other activities that that everybody else's kids are doing. So a bit of sport, a bit of music, a bit of, you know, every part of that Mm -hmm. curriculum to to make them well rounded. Yes. And um, it just becomes, you're just on this hamster wheel. You are. You are literally on a a hamster wheel, on a treadmill, just, you know, and and we, I think we just need to ask ourselves the question, you know, how much do they get out of that when they're so busy? You know, do they need time to... They need, everyone needs time. Like, I think we're doing way too much. Mm-hmm. I think we really need to slow down. Mm-hmm. And I think putting them on the hamster wheel from that age is mm-hmm. also not that beneficial. Mm-hmm. It's not that healthy. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, there's a minimum that mm-hmm. you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, do make sure he does that. I try to engage him in certain activities. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there are things I tried for a while. If it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. then, you know, you get a let Again, I say this all the time, put your ego on the side. Mm-hmm. And if it's not working out for him, he's not enjoying it. Like, what's yeah. the purpose? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of feel like I learned my lesson in my own life yeah. uh, within the last couple of years that I need to allow mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. to rest. Because and that means not overthinking and going mm-hmm. through things in my head all the time mm-hmm. and it was the person who said this sentence to me they were like you need to allow give yourself permission to rest give yourself a time frame I think I said I'll do a week where I don't think about all the million and one things that I have on my to-do list that I want to yeah. get done mm-hmm. the podcasts that I want to listen to the books that I want to mm-hmm. read the courses that I want to finish the decluttering in the house that I want to get done, all the hot home mm-hmm. projects, you know, just kind of like, and I literally told myself, I'm going to use this week to rest. What does that look like mm-hmm. for me? Mm-hmm. And I just was like, you know what, if I can, the weather was nice during that time, like, I'm just going to give myself at least one day this week where I just go to the beach mm-hmm. and I do that and I just like allow myself to be because then you don't feel guilty yeah because, you and that was it. It. because it's in the plan exactly yeah. it's really yeah. funny it how sounds, the brain works exactly because it sounds so simple but, but it's so it's hard so to cross yeah. cross into that yeah so just going back to Victor and yeah. um the uh, evil mum that you are yeah. because you put him into uh, yeah. a few hours of tutoring every yeah. day did you answer me like you didn't let him know beforehand? So that's pre-calculated with you, obviously. So, so you're the kind of mum that sounds to me like you just... It's better if you don't tell him beforehand. Um, it depends on what it is, right. okay, and the situation. Yeah. There are... I, I actually tend to want to give him heads up on things. Okay. I think I did, mm-hmm. but like after I arrived to my country. Right. So I think even not the night before, the morning off before it happened. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just too because late. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's too late. It's done. It's set up. I think it's so. What? I don't want to sound like a dictator, but it was just that I don't. It's gonna be an argument. You're gonna hear it gonna, over and over again. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't want to stress him out because he's gonna get stressed out about it, and I'm gonna get stressed out yeah. until he gets started. And mm-hmm. that's actually what happened. Once the teachers came, we had three teachers for three topics. So I had I had it set up in a way where it wasn't too stressful, mm-hmm. it wasn't all on the mm-hmm. same day, etc. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit every yeah. day, and um, he loved them. Mm-hmm. They were great people. They were excellent teachers. He had he quickly you know built a, a great relationship with them. Mm-hmm. So then it wasn't like I mean other than Matt, which he hates, but 
other than that, he just was enjoying the lessons. Okay. Um, so. And as you say, I think if they're spaced, and then at a certain age, they realize that it's going to help. Yes. It's going to help when you go back to school. Yeah. Right? It's going to help and when you finish that break yeah. to, to keep your mind moving. Definitely. And what else are you going to be doing? And I was just going to say, and I wasn't like completely unreasonable. Like, I let everyone know from the get go that at one point during the break or another, whenever my husband comes and joins us, we might travel mm -hmm. or do a little trip yeah. here and there. Yeah. So if that happens, yeah. I might so cancel. Be, so you're not too regimented no. with it. Like, I have a general yeah. kind of schedule yeah. that I like to stick to, mm -hmm. but then if things come up, on a break like you, you have, have to enjoy it you need to be you have to because be otherwise nobody enjoys it and i think that's a really good tip actually and i think that's a really good point that with all the best will in the world with any sort of um break or vacation sure. to not have to not be too rigid yes um is is a is a great thing and in your mind i think for some of our kids though turning it around our kids are very rigid mm -hmm. so for example for me i noticed because like you obviously you know we're in the same expat situation mm -hmm. so we go back to our country for yes. um breaks if yeah. they're long long breaks and um we you know my son he's very used to staying where we stay and doing what we do but Along with that comes anxiety mm -hmm. about my husband leaving and coming back to Qatar for a while. Sure. And then it seems that his anxiety levels are heightened. So what mm -hmm. I noticed this year, which I... Oh, so you feel like Noah's anxiety is yeah, kind of which, which I have, Exactly, but I've yeah. never seen that before oh. from him. So in the last year, he's developed so much mm -hmm. in terms of his awareness mm -hmm. of situations which is amazing yeah so this is why we were talking about kind of a friend or foe because we see so many things coming out in our kids sure. you know as we leave them to take a a, a break yeah from their routine a break from school they we see things they grow but there's yeah. things that because we're in a routine yeah we don't see the whole of them we don't yeah. see that this side or this side because we're very close to it and also we can we have our to-do list exactly <laughs> so we're very close to it and yeah. you know we don't put them in different situations so we don't know how they're going to react but what i have noticed in the last year certainly since last break is that everything he's become a lot more aware even if i go to the dentist with him he's rather than just kind of being like okay i'm good i know this dentist uh -huh. you know she's coming at him with a <laughs> instrument and he's like what the F is that? You know, not normally just kind of like laying down and just being like, yeah, she's not going to hurt me. He's like, that is going to hurt me. You know, so it's, and that's an amazing thing because he didn't have that 18 months ago, two years ago. So he's noticing things around him. We're noticing that he's got a lot more kind of feeling, even about pain and about this, which he didn't have before. But also comes the awareness of anticipating situations so we go and generally we stay with family because we don't see our family very often sure. so we are kind of immerse ourselves in the process yeah. so my anxiety levels are kind of heightened of even course. though it's a super relaxed situation because you yeah. live in somebody else's house yeah. even though it's my mom's or my husband's parents definitely you still know, at your own place no, and it changes and the dynamic we all does. know this because we all do yeah. it right yeah. and um you know, for us, it's... Like, everyone's welcoming and kind and everything. But you're used to having your own space. Your kids are used yeah. to having their own space. Yeah. So. Well, my kids are super happy because all they do is just eat 
ice cream. I <laughs> get what they want. <laughs> so yeah. they're fine. Yeah. But I'm the one that's trying to be like... Pancakes for us. Yeah. My mum is doing pancakes at all times of the day. It's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want ice cream? Uh, yes. No. Um, and this is the thing. So I'm trying to keep the status quo whilst the grandparents are just loving and enjoying sure. their grandchildren. Yeah. Um, but I'm quite a routine person. Mm. So what I noticed this year was that he's very aware of who is around him. So the struggle that I had was whenever we took a trip, whenever we went, you know, maybe we went to stay in a hotel, maybe we did a weekend away or whatever, if my immediate family, so whoever came with us, it's like, come along, anybody, you know, come with us. My mum came, you know, my husband's parents came or we went on our own. That was our pack, Mm -hmm. if you like, that was our group. So if anybody strayed from that group, oh. he is just like, well, where's Gran? Oh. Where's Granddad? Where's and it could have been they just went to the bathroom, yeah. or they just went to a store, That's or they just went out on their own. He was mm-hmm. like, no, this we have to be together. Um, so that threw me a bit because mm-hmm. I, I I didn't know how to deal with that because I could see, and it's the first time I've kind of really seen major anxiety here. Oh. <laughs> but I also didn't really know how far to push it because mm-hmm. he was really upset about oh. it. It wasn't just a, well, you know, yeah, and he'd be at that kind of perseveration station where he would not, it's like, you know where they are. I've just told you where they are, mm-hmm. but it, it wasn't, yeah, it's it not wasn't enough for him. Yeah. It wasn't, it was like, mm-hmm. I think, where are they? Oh, they're in the bathroom. Oh, they're in the shower. Oh, they've gone mm-hmm. to the park. Mm-hmm. So you know where they've gone, but that next thought yeah, was, yeah. okay, they're fine because yeah. they'll come back to us. I think it yeah. was the thought that they wouldn't, Come back, or oh, there was something dangerous about it, or there was yeah. a safety, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it was really um, trying to understand how to navigate okay. that because you know, with a group of us, someone's gonna. Well, leave. yeah, and also we're, we're going. You know, yeah, we can't yeah. just all go together just because you said. I didn't want to hear.